Oh, no. Reporting. Awesome. All right. Well, hello, Emma. Hey. Welcome to Oh No with Anna Campion. I'm honored to be here. Um, long time, long time friend. Uh, yes. yes. Uh, film majors till we die. <laughs> film, film study, you know, my claim to fame. Go Tanya. Go Tanya. She's a queen. Mm-hmm. We love her. How are um, you doing in the new world order? You're a teacher, so that sucks. I'm a teacher. <laughs> yeah, it does suck. <laughs> this week was my first week of teaching, and it was really hard. Like, it mm-hmm. harder than I had ever expected. Um, like, the kids don't know how to bookmark a favorite. Like, like it's literally, like, ground zero level knowledge with these kids, because I teach second grade. Right. Um, so I'm like spending hours, like click the link, <laughs> click the link. Um, but hopefully it gets better. I mean, kids are pretty intuitive once they know what to do. So I'm just hoping after spending hours and hours that, you know, maybe they'll get it, but who knows? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. And so did you have to, were you doing online stuff back in the spring or is this the first time you've been doing it we did it in the spring but the difference was like I had I knew my class and like I because I had been working with them for the year up until then Mm -hmm. um and I knew the parents and stuff so like it kind of like fit we got into a rhythm a little bit more quickly because I had taught them how to use online things in person already at the beginning of the year so they were like oh I know how to get here and I know how to get here um, versus like these incoming first graders who really are, or second graders who really are just first graders because they did half a year of first grade and then they went online so like right. that that's the mindset um and they they're they're having trying times but they're really trying to their credit like I've learned a lot in perseverance because they're like I'm just gonna try again after like an hour so well, that's, th- that's sweet. And it's nice that, um, you know, I, I hope that they don't get too frustrated and stick with it. Um, yeah, my mom works in education. She is like a, a consultant for different school districts. And so since, you know, all of this started, she's been busier than ever. Um, yeah. And she is, so I've been hearing a lot about uh, how different school districts in different states are just kind of like at a loss with um, online school. Um, yeah, so it's just it's just not safe or responsible. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, I know each state is different, but like for Virginia, like we were gonna go back in person. Like what? Like like there's just no way that that was even a good plan for a second. Like a mm-hmm. hybrid, you go for two days, you stay home. There's just, it's no way, no way. Um, so I'm no, with thanks, there. Guys. Thanks so much. Yeah. Um, I'm like, would love not to die this year. Thank you. <laughs> would love to stay alive. Listen, I like this job. I'm not willing to die for this job. <laughs> I, yeah. yep. I, uh, it's, it's not going to happen. Um, no. Well, hey, thanks for all the good work you're doing uh, educating the youth of America, um, you know, who are hopefully going to um, turn all this shit around. I sure hope so. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. I know, and God knows it's not the current administration. Seriously, seriously. But thank um, you. So you um, are familiar with the premise of the podcast. We talk about embarrassing stories, awkward stories, wacky stories. Um, Hell yeah. So uh, you came prepared, I assume. You have. Plenty. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, uh, what are we going to be talking about today? Oh my gosh, that's up to you. I, I've got plenty. Um just recently we were I was like on a zoom call with people and just kept talking about like the stupid shit I've done mm-hmm. on and on and I was like dude I need to, like I need to stop I need to stop these people are getting creeped out they're like people I just met I was like I I don't know why I'm telling you these things you're um just, like you're nervous so you're just like I gotta if I just keep talking and there's no room for silence then no one will judge me and it's exactly like, well, I hate to break it to you but 
you do it for the laughs. Like once they laugh at one of your stupid stories, you're like, oh fuck, like where where are my other ones? I have yeah, to get yeah. like ten more on here. But we can really. St- I've got I've got one for everything. So well, point yeah. me in a direction and we'll go there. Um, well, I mean, do you have any about like teaching and like being around kids and stuff like that? Oh yeah, maybe not embarrassing, but like silly stuff. I guess I do have like a story about a work crush that I had at my school. Because <laughs> so like to preface this, I'm bi, but like most of the women at my school are like engaged and straight so like yeah. that's kind of rules out that option for me completely you have, um, what's that tiktok i don't know if i sent it to you i know i sent it to my friend caroline but it was it's like um it, it was like showing like the two different types of teachers and one is like the like cool like a little gay like english teacher and the other one is has like the chevron skirts and like the, the uh, chevron and, and the like, chunky the necklaces yes yeah, yeah, yeah. yes yes that and is the highlights the that is not an exaggeration, by the way. Like Those are the two types of teachers. No, because I was thinking back. I saw it, and I was thinking back to, like, my high school and middle school days, and I was like, yeah, they nailed it. Like, yeah, like perfect. So that's the pool I'm working with as in terms of women. So there's really mm-hmm. – there's some beautiful women there, but they are not straight or they're booed up. So, like, right. that kind of rules it out for me. And there's a total of, like – and this is a problem in like lots of schools, but there's like a total of two whole men um, at working at my school. So I was like, okay, like here's the pool that what we're is picking. It a, a history and a gym teacher? Yes. Actually, I guess three because we have one gym teacher. And then since it's an elementary school, like we, we don't have like history teachers, but they're like, um, they're like special ed assistants. Like mm-hmm. they help with the special ed classes, which first of all is fucking adorable. Like mm-hmm. I love that that's your job. So I'm already interested because of that. Right. Um, so anyways, so there's one of the only men in my school um, who came to talk to me about like a kid he had worked with before who I was like having some hard time connecting with. Um, and we like hit it off. So I was like, okay, like, this is going good. Like, I, I like, the, I like the vibes that are happening here. Um, I'm pretty sure he was just being nice, but when people are just being nice to me, I'm like, this is the, like, we're vibing right now. Listen, we're definitely someone, in love. It's different. It's different rules at work. Like if you had met that guy in a bar, you, you could have just been like, yeah, I mean, probably, you know, just being nice or whatever, like a, a mutual friend introduces you or whatever. Work changes the game. It's like, cause when oh, yeah. is out of their way to be like nice to you at work, you're like, well, you're in love with me, right? Exactly. Happens to me Because they, the they don't have to be nice to me. That's Mm-mm. the thing. But they are. So I was like, okay, we're definitely vibing. Things are going well. Um, so like for the next few days, he like randomly pops into my classroom. Like I'm working by myself at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day. And he's like popping his head in to come talk to me. And I'm like, okay, we're, we're really hitting it off. Um, and then one day he was like talking about how they do staff basketball after school on Wednesdays. And I was like, I don't fucking play basketball. <laughs> um, I, that, that, I am not that girl. Um, would love to be that girl, but I'm not. And wouldn't he we offered, all, wouldn't wouldn't we all we love all? to be the girl that's just like, oh yeah, I can come like shoot a few hoop, hoops and just like absolutely dominate like the gym teachers. Like, God, what a, oh yeah, I, I tried to be that girl, but. Right. And so did I, that it it just, we never got there. I I was Mm -hmm. athletic when I'm, I'm like the sports that I'm good at, I can be there, but basketball is not one of those sports. Um, so he invited me to staff basketball and I was like, okay, now we're really getting somewhere. Like I don't, I'm not that girl, but I'm going to show up anyways because I'm interested in like, let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I show up for staff basketball. I also like interpret it as like kind of a one-on-one thing because he like vaguely was like, okay, well, like, you know, I shoot hoops on Wednesdays, like, you should definitely come, sometimes people come, but, like, not really, and I was, like, oh, okay, cool, like, so it seemed very chill, like, a small group of just kind of people hanging out and getting some exercise after school, right, so I was, like, okay, that's, like, kind of intimate, like, I can get to know some other staff people, like, we can still see, like, where, like, if we're still clicking, so I go, and it was a full fucking fledged basketball game, <laughs> like ref and everything. I'd never played basketball before. I was like, what the fuck? So there's also like no chance to talk to people. And I'm like, oh my God, am I performing today? Like, what the hell? Um, 
So I, that's intense. I, I was so overwhelmed. I was like, okay, fuck, guess I'm playing in this basketball game. Um, and I did, and I was horrible because I don't play basketball. Yeah, I don't yeah. play. It was not advertised to me that I would be playing in a basketball game. Um, and the worst part was like, everyone was trying to be nice, but like I could tell they were being super fake. You know, they're like, whoa, that was like really good. Like, oh my gosh, no worries. Like, you're just trying your best. I'm like, I know you talk this way to your kindergartners. Yeah. Like, you're not fooling me. Like, your teacher voice. <laughs> yeah. I know, like, because I've seen you do your teacher voice. I'm like, I know I suck. Like, let's level here. Like, we don't have to lie. Um, and then after the game, like, we didn't talk or anything. Like, I was assuming we'd be like, catch up because he had invited me to this freaking basketball game I assumed we would like touch base afterwards um but we didn't and he just like pieced um and I was like okay weird like the whole like afternoon felt like a fever dream I was like after a full day of teaching I played this basketball game we didn't even talk so it was kind of a wash for like the whole reason that I went there yeah and then um he never like approached me by myself again. Like he never popped his head into my It was a test to see if you could ball and you couldn't. So we had to move on. Ball was not life for me. And that, that just squashed it like immediately. Um, and that I was is like, such a well, bummer. <laughs> I guess that that's is over. such a bummer. Um, that's it. I've had like, not quite to that degree of awkward, but, um, I've had a couple situations where I've been invited to like go do something after work and I get there and I'm like this this isn't what was advertised to me like oh I have to like pull up a chair to like sit with you guys like can I just go home like yeah like and granted like I I really um I really like like my coworkers that have invited me to stuff like they're my buddies and I you know I text them and stuff but I'm also just kind of like um I don't I can't, I can't hang out with, like, a bunch of, like, random guys who also, who work in a different department. Like, I can't, yeah. I can't do it. It's a Monday. Like, yeah, you have to be prepared for those things. Like, at least I do. So, like, if there's new people, like, hold on, give me a heads up, because then I have to put on a whole different personality for these new people. Well, and it's also just kind of like, you know, what can't, also, like, with work it's so much different because it's like there have been people who say um you know I go to a friend's birthday party or something and they introduce me like oh this is a friend and like we hit it off and like we're chatting and then it's like there's not like this weird boundary mm-hmm. already set up um I mean like you know boundaries are important or whatever but it's like when you hang out with people from work outside of work um and you're not that close with them you're kind of like oh well okay so are we gonna like shit talk or co like what yeah like like what's the vibe here you know like, can I make like sex jokes like and not that those are like my two modes but it's like <laughs> you know you kind of like you kind of have to um like put a bit of a filter on more so than like you normally would if you were just like out to drinks with a bunch of people so I totally oh, yeah get it. it's, it's really weird and to add in a uh, physical element to that is um tough yeah definitely you know I totally agree with that like it's just a learning process so like once you know like once you felt out the person you're like okay I can like vent in front of them I can cuss in front of them like I can be a little risque in front of them but Mm -hmm. there yeah with work like you don't know right away so you're like who should I like who who am I even gonna click with like yeah. How much should I be talking? Like, I talk like this in front of this person, but I don't in front of this person, and we're all here together, so what do I do? Yeah, yeah. and and sometimes it's not even about, like, cursing or, or, like, you know, being, like, telling dirty jokes or whatever. It's just kind of about, like, um, like, oh, like, can we talk politics? Like, can we talk about, like, real stuff? It's, like, right. because it's just so hard to gauge, so... That's hard. And yes. <laughs> it's funny hearing you say that because, um, and you know, high school is a little bit different than elementary school because like I never really noticed like which teachers were friends or whatever in elementary school, but like yeah. I knew in my high school, like 
which teachers liked each other and which teachers didn't. And also, like, I had a handful of teachers who liked me. And so it would be like, oh, I really don't like Mrs. Blah, blah, blah. And I'd be yeah. like, I hear you. I don't like her either. <laughs> yeah, like, we're on the same page here. Um, yeah, or you could, like, vent to those teachers about, like, a teacher you didn't like. And they'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I so agree. And you'd be like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is this okay? Like, are we allowed to do this? They'd be like, you should be in these meetings. <laughs> like, how like, um, yeah no I feel like the to- the culture is like so interesting with teachers because like I don't know I feel like in elementary school it's like very like it can be fake at times where like teachers pretend that they like each other but then behind their backs they'll like gossip or like talk shit mm-hmm. about like stupid stuff like did you hear what they say- said in the meeting like oh my god and it's just like stuff that doesn't matter you know it's just stupid like oh my gosh, like, she did this with her, like, she read this book, like, who cares, you know what I mean, um, and it's, but it's, like, always behind closed doors, like, it's never, like, to their face. I, I wonder if so they're, weird. I wonder if there's, like, that inherent sort of, like, nice to your face fakeness, just because elementary school is so much more collaborative, I feel, mm-hmm. than high school, because, like, by the time kids are in high school, it's, like, one it's a shorter time frame so like you you have what are you guys k through five or k through six i'm k through two actually but like oh your elementary school yeah it, it well it's pre-k to two like my school's weird they have like okay. two schools regardless it's still elementary school still young yeah but yeah, just but younger. yeah so i guess it's just like like so if you, you know, get a kid in second grade and you know that, like, the kindergarten teacher, like, had a close relationship with them or had a difficult relationship with them or whatever, like, it, it feels like you're kind of um, working together a little bit more to kind of, like, piece out, like, these kids and sort of, like, figure out, you know, how the best way to, you know, teach this group is, whatever. Um, whereas in high school, it's a little bit more, like, you know, just because, like, there's no like homeroom at least not in my high school there wasn't like a homeroom teacher where you know you would sit and that would be like your main teacher and then you went to another teacher for different things right. so it was like yeah it, 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 it's a little bit more um you know almost like every department is an island it seems like in high school exactly, and so yeah. you get a little bit of like in in fighting and a little bit like uh yeah mr blah 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 is awful whereas like in elementary school right. it's more like it's bigger because it's like everybody right. kind of has to be on the same team a little bit more. I so agree. Yeah, like that's exactly how it is. And it's it's just funny, like the way they do it. Like it's almost like they're trying to appease the kids by like gossiping behind each other's back to like appear friendly in person. But like you can still tell, like there's so much tension and resentment sometimes that it's really wild that like they Don't do love it. That. Like, it. Yeah, and again, it's like stupid shit. Like it, it's not like I I I can't emphasize enough how stupid this stuff is and like I feel like I've I've joked about this I've tweeted about this but like I feel like I just go from group to group and like tell them what they want to hear because I like don't want to be involved so they're like venting about someone and I'm like oh my god that's crazy yeah whoa yeah oh my god that's crazy then I go to the group they were talking shit about and then I'm like whoa yeah oh my whoa I can't believe her I can't believe she said that um so funny because um, I just don't care. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. Y'all are like 30 or plus. I'm like youngest, one of the youngest people at my school. So I'm like, y'all are 30 plus. Like, let's get it together, guys. Like, this is just yeah. stupid. But. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta cool it a bit on the, on the shit talking. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, well, um, I have a, a somewhat similar making a fool of myself in front of a teacher, but, um, it's a little different because I was a student in high school. <laughs> um, when I want to hear. Well, so I'm trying to remember if it was my junior or my senior year, but it was, I was, you know, I was 17 or 18 or something like that. And um, we got a new history teacher uh, and his name was Mr. This isn't his real name. Uh Mr. Williams, let's say. Uh, this isn't his real name, but I don't <laughs> want to say his real name because I believe he's still a teacher at the school. I think my sister has had him pretty recently, so I don't want him to, I don't, you right. know, whatever. Cover so, your bases. For Mr. Sure. Williams, uh, and he was, as many history teachers are in high school, um, a young 
semi good looking guy. Um, like he was probably like he came in, he was probably max 24, 25. Like he was no older than that. Um, you know, fresh out of his master's program, whatever. Oh yeah. Um, similar to you. (laughs) Um, so he came in and, uh, me and all my friends were like, he is a good looking guy. And like, granted, like also probably like had, again, like if this was a guy I had seen like out, I wouldn't have probably paid him any mind, but you know, you're in school and it's like new people are exciting and you know. Right. And older people are exciting when you're in high school Mm -hmm. because they're and I also didn't different have, layer. Yeah, and I also didn't have him because he was teaching, I think, like freshmen and sophomores or something. Like he wasn't teaching oh, my okay. grades. Um, whichever, again, I can't remember, but he wasn't teaching that year of students. Right. Um, so uh, I would see him, you know, he had a classroom in halls where I had classes or wherever because, you know, he's still a history teacher. And right. um, I never spoke to him like but I would just see him and I'd be like god you are you're hot like you're yeah look at you right and um one day um and you know so this is you know I'm let's say I'm a junior I'm you know I'm 17 I have a car so I make coffee I drive to school I think I actually, at this point, I would buy coffee from 7-Eleven <laughs> with, um, with my friend Maddie because uh, I would pick her up every morning and we would go get coffee. Um, Love and that. it was honestly, um, it was great. Yeah, I literally, was, I was literally Maddie's ride for two and a half years of college or high school. Ugh. She didn't I go love home. that though. I love that. It was great. Maddie, if you're listening, hi, I love you. I'll, I'll text you <laughs> later. <laughs> but uh uh so we had gotten coffee or whatever and I was walking to you know my first period class or whatever and um we I walked past him and it was like I was a combination of like tired because it was early Mm -hmm. and also a little bit overwhelmed because of how good looking he was and I wasn't expecting to see him and I dropped my coffee all over myself and the floor oh no and I, I had like a reusable mug or whatever. And, yeah. and so I just like picked it up and I was like, I, I guess I'm going to go get some paper towels, but like, I had to go into like the bathroom, <laughs> like a hall over and go oh, get no. paper towels and go clean it up. And I was just like, this is it. it. And he saw it and he was like, Ugh. and I'm like, <laughs> he didn't help. He just was no, like, Ugh. he just walked past me. Ew, my I was kind of getting into him, but now that I heard that, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I can't. I don't. I I'd have to ask someone who has had him. I don't know. I think he's. I think f- the last I heard, I think he's like kind of blah. Like he's just like not that interesting of a guy. But um, yeah. uh, but yeah. So uh, Mr. Williams saw me just pour spill coffee all over myself, and so I cleaned it up, and then I ran into uh my the classroom where I took like I took like a leadership class and we had two teachers and Mm -hmm. one was the swim coach and I was the swim team manager and the other uh she like she and I Facebook message to this day like she (laughs) we went and saw we went and saw the Uh, Mars movie together she bought me um she bought me Amy Poehler's yes please as a birthday present my senior year yeah oh my god I love that really I got I got two copies of that book for my birthday that year they knew you they knew what you needed it was two copies of yes please yeah I had to give one away but um (laughs) but regardless so I ran into their classroom and I was like guys I just I just ruined I, I ruined any chance I have with Mr. Williams and they were like what happened and I was like I was so overwhelmed by how good looking he was that I dropped my coffee and and I and it's all you know it's all over my shoes it's all over the floor out there I gotta go clean it up and they were like you're ridiculous you was a teacher so you didn't have a chance with him anyway and I was like I mean you know okay okay Debbie Downer like let 
hold on. I'm already suffering right now because I just embarrassed myself. Let's tone it down. Let me, let me wallow. Let me wallow. They thought it was funny and then told other teachers, obviously. um, (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, I mean that's to be expected with teachers. Sure like they that. are, they are gonna tell other. Mr. William, Mr. Williams definitely knows. Like Mr. he knows Williams that happens. knows a hundred percent. And then had like my brother and sister, and he's like, "Oh, you're Anna Campion's oh, mom." Huh? She thought I was so hot. She dropped her coffee. <laughs> oh, I mean um, maybe, maybe he, maybe in that he kept that tidbit to himself. He was like, "Oh yeah, I remember her. She yeah. dropped her coffee all over." um I hope he doesn't remember me that would be like at this point now we're you know I graduated five years ago and I never had him so yeah you're probably far enough removed now where he might not remember that but for a couple years I'll bet he did yeah oh yeah I bet it was fresh for a couple years that's like the kind of story you tell teachers over and over like they bring up oh like do you know this student oh yeah she was in the hallway and she dropped coffee all over herself in front of me it was so funny she she had her hair in a low pony and was wearing an oversized sweatshirt love that fit low pony oversized sweatshirt coffee on the shoes well i actually i i didn't have enough hair to do a low pony um so i I probably had a low bun but um that was the fit all of that for most of my high school i would do like a big oversized sweatshirt um rarely wore a bra rarely. oh my gosh I wish that was me in high school I feel like I just recently got liberated in college to like no bra life and I never I've never looked back because it's just amazing especially now that I don't have to go into work um yep <laughs> that um, now I'm like I, I wear a bra uh to exercise and that's pretty much it like a sports bra but, like, I yeah. have, like, wired bras, and I'm like, I don't think I'm ever going to wear you again. Yeah, goodbye. I mean, I only wear a bra when I go see my parents because they bitch about when I don't wear a bra. <laughs> so I have them just in case. <laughs> like, um, Me, my mom, and my sister, I was at home for a few months, and I think we were all kind of, like, I, we were, like, purposefully picking outfits, like, my mom because my mom you know is doing all these zoom calls so she would just purposefully pick outfits where she's like i don't think i have to wear a bra with this um, <laughs> and, like, like, and like it's not gonna be you know weird because um because right. i totally understand the impulse to not want to nip out in your place of work um oh I yeah think that that's a valid <laughs> <laughs> definitely a valid concern um but what i will say is um i always see dudes nipping out at work same like when the ac just in life yeah and and it's um and i'm like okay well like if i have to wear a bra you have to wear an undershirt (laughs) something like it's clearly cold in here but you can't see mine and and the thing is is that mine are hotter (laughs) (laughs) mine look better so let's just way better no one wants to see a dude nipping out So let's just settle it here. You put on an like, undershirt. I'm sorry, are you Zach Efron? No. That's the gauge if you can nip out. Are you Zach Efron? Yeah, are you are you one of Hollywood's favorite leading men? No. <laughs> no. Well and put so that and undershirt that, on. And you know what that barometer is? Is like because like guess who's not able to nip out? Jason Manzukas. You cannot nip out. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> But sorry, the bar is set. Nope, because you are you're not, not part Hollywood's of this. Favorite leading men. I will say, I would love to see him nip out just for the experience. But oh yeah, and you set a gauge there, and, and we got to stick to it. For don't sure. get me wrong. When I am rich and famous, Jason Manzukis is numero uno on the list of people I want to meet, and I want to set him up with one of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's is like he forty. Single? He's single, but he's like forty-five who cares i mean here's the thing it's like as long as here's the thing like i get it like that's a tough so he's probably like 20 years older than me most of my friends however i'm kind of like listen um you know we're meeting when you know my friend is like 25 and you're like 46 or whatever so like yeah it's a big age gap but it's not like 
she's 18 and you're 40. Like, right. Yeah. That's, I saw a whole thread on Twitter yesterday about like of celebrities who have dated like significantly younger people. Um, God, Leo DiCaprio, Jerry Seinfeld, who else? Probably lots, right? So Celine Dion's husband, Renee, was her manager and they met when she was 12. And they got oh married my God. when she was, like, 18. Like, it magically just turned romantic when she turned 18. And he was, like – and so it's not even, like, oh, like, he was in his 20s, which is creepy. He – they got married when he was 40 and she was 18. So, like, oh. for her entire – like, almost like a second father figure to her. That's so creepy. That's, like, that whole plot line in Parks where Ron was, like, raised by one of the Tammies or whatever, and yeah. they got married, yeah. and it's just, like, so creepy. Oh, my gosh. And, like, that whole, like, period of childhood development where, like, you would assume that those people well, aren't looking at you in that way. Because it's, like, like, one, she's ugh. already, like, kind of famous. Like, she, right. so she's already, like, messed up from that. Um, and Surely, then to have, like, yeah. your manager, like, totally be have the hots for you as like a 15 God. year old and he's like you know so 35 gross. or whatever um and you know who else has been uh um harry styles date dates a lot of women like okay. you know, he's 17 and she's like 35 Ugh. i mean like i feel like that's a different issue for him like i feel like maybe some mommy yeah. issues are coming into play yeah that's and i want and i want to respect it because like i understand where he's coming no, age from is, listen age but is it's but weird. a number unless you're under to me 21 that's like yeah, and i know that like, I you're, you're an adult at 18 or whatever and i know that like you know age of consent laws happen in different you know places and blah 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 blah, blah. but it's like Oh, so like, you know, you met this person when they were 17, you started dating when she was 18, or they were 18. And, you know, so now and you both live in LA, so you can't even go to a bar with them. Like, yeah, it's, that's like, like, I don't have, um, like on my dating apps, I set it 21 and up because I'm like, yeah, I, I'm not gonna. And granted, if I meet an 18 year old, and we fall in love, so be it. But (laughs) I think it's weird to like, and that's as, and like a handful of these, I was like, these are kind of like one-offs where it's kind of like, you know, like Matthew Gray Goobler apparently had a 17 year old girlfriend when he was 24, which is a huge bummer. Um, But so, and I'm not saying that that's like good. Um, I'm just saying it it like, it's a one-off and he hasn't dated anyone who is significantly younger than him since then. Whereas someone with like Leonardo DiCaprio or like, um, or a world Wilmer van der Rizzen from. Oh yeah, that's right. I knew about that too. He like strictly dates teens basically. Didn't he say something like that where he was like, I only, maybe that was someone else, but I I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Yeah. Yeah, That's just, and like, it's like when it's when it becomes like and I mean a one-off it's like not good don't like right. I'm not excusing it where it's like I don't like that Matthew Greg Goobler dated a high schooler I'm just glad that he hasn't made it um like like a pattern, pattern to date yeah a high schooler agreed I'll say like personally like in my own dating life I've dated younger people like lots of time oh, okay that sounds excessive but like younger isn't like a year younger or like a couple years younger mm-hmm. and there's like such a difference even in that like small little gap to the like most of those relationships I've like ended for that reason where like just the maturity levels weren't the same like we weren't seeing eye to eye um or for like other crazy reasons I, but um, like um, yeah. so like imagining that age gap like in such a exaggerate like that big of an age gap I can't imagine like what the quality of relationship is and I'm not like trying to shit on people because sometimes it does work like sometimes people just like are more mature or have like older souls or whatever yeah I mean my parents are my dad is 14 years older than my mom so like that that's a significant age gap but they also started dating when my mom was like 23 and they and also I think the other part is that they they met when they were working in a restaurant 
um, together. So they were kind of like equals oh. in that, um, like there wasn't a power dynamic. And, right. I, think, and I think that's where like it, the age thing kind of starts to creep me out when there's like a very clear power dynamic there. Cause it's like, yes. you know, so for example, with someone like Wilmer Vanderbilt, he's <laughs> a lot older and is dating and is probably at the time more famous than like Demi Lovato or like Mandy Moore or whoever right. his girlfriend at the time is. Cause you know, he's coming off that 70s show or whatever. So oh, he's yeah. like, so he's more famous. He has a little bit more clout a little and, and the same with like, you know, the Celine Dion manager. Right. Um, but, uh, um, but yeah, I remember my senior year, I hooked up with a gal who she was a freshman um, but she she had also taken a gap year, so she was even. Oh, she, so was, she was like a little older. She was a little older, but even still, I was like, "Ooh, we are right." <laughs> You're like, "Hold on, we are not the same." <clears throat> like this is too. Yeah, it's too young. It's so weird. Like, okay, so in college too, like I think I'm trying to word this correctly. I dated someone who was older than me, and then I dated someone who was younger than me, like pretty soon after. Mm-hmm. And like, I guess because I had dated like a younger guy in high school and that was weird and like the maturities didn't line up I guess I just assumed like once we got to college things would be different like even if we were like apart like but the guy who was older than me was immature but the guy who was younger than me was like like in college like still just like really just not we, we just didn't see eye to eye on anything like the priorities weren't there and like right it just it didn't click um we dated for a long time but like I guess <laughs> I think just, I know like, who you're talking about <laughs> there's there could be multiple people fitting in that category yeah. but that actually that relationship recently has had I have crazy stories about that um relationship um recently to show the immaturity mm-hmm. but like yeah it just like it was weird like because I just I guess I just assumed I was like well once we're in college like we're on a more level playing field like even if you're younger like I mean, we've been through the same lived experience at least a little bit because we're on the same campus. Right. Um, but no, like, yeah, <laughs> like doesn't make doesn't yeah. Make and difference. I don't want to just like be out here like shitting on any age gap. Like, I don't think people oh, no, no. of the same age should like exclusively date. But I will say there's a huge difference between like a 22 year old and a 19 year old as opposed to like even like a 25 year old and a 22 year old like those are very different and more so say a 30 year old and a 27 year old it's just like you know it's you can take the same age gap or whatever and you can put it in context and it becomes like fine you know what I mean but I I guess the issue the only issue I was bringing up is like um you know bringing up this like twitter thread or whatever is like pretty much all of the significantly younger members of the relationship were like not even 20 yet so like that yep yep that's different you know of course and like i i'm not trying i'm just talking from my personal experience Mm -hmm. with like age gaps because i have quite a bit so like of course i know that's biased and like if it works for you and like it works then it works right like not trying to shit on it just like for me personally i've noticed a difference and like you're totally right also where like 18 is a completely different a completely different story like and the power dynamics like you mentioned before come into play when they're that young as well um, i think that's yeah. notable yeah i don't know maybe i'm just a judgmental bitch but <laughs> <laughs> i feel like everyone is a little a little bit a little bit you know we all have things that we're judgmental about but also you know and i say this and it's like you know if jillian anderson came knocking on my door i'd be like <laughs> hello see ya i'm off to london to live with my my wife (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i I have gemini in my chart so throw that out the window when the right person comes but like for now that that's that's how i feel about it yeah we'll see yeah we'll see yeah, it's just, like, I get, yeah, the weird thing is when, like, um, yeah, someone like Leonardo DiCaprio, it's, like, oh, really? Like, all your soulmates are under the age of 25? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Something's not okay. adding up here. Interesting. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, like, uh, yeah, but whatever. Um, I forget how we got on to this. I don't um, even remember. Oh, I guess just because um, I ruined my chances with Mr. Williams as a 17 Mr. Williams, that's right, that's right. <laughs> 
but now I'm gay, so I don't even want to. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I like, not to say that your podcast isn't going to be famous because I fully believe that it will. But like recently I told like a baby gay story and like sent it into a podcast that I like mm-hmm. and I actually read it and I was oh my shook. God. Oh yeah, I saw you tweeted about that. That's awesome. Yeah, it was wild. But then I was like, I can't really show them. Like I, I'm not out to my family yet. Um, mm-hmm. Like I don't, like I don't care if like people on social media know because I feel like that's a different thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'd love to show like my family how <laughs> yeah. cool this was. But then that would out me immediately. So like- not the vibe, but like I did celebrate yeah. a little bit about No, that's that's really cool. Um yeah, I mean yeah, I mean as of right now my podcast is not famous. So it will be though. We're manifesting a famous podcast. You know, here's the thing. I don't need it to be like top of the charts. I would love um, you know, a, a couple thousand people to listen to it on a regular basis. Um I'm gonna set it, I'm 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 gonna get well, I guess at the time that this is posted. Um, I'm going to have a Patreon. So hoping I can make, you know, a bit of a side hustle out of this. Oh, yeah. Um, but also it's just a fun creative outlet. So like ultimately, like, do I want to be rich and famous? Yes, obviously. <laughs> but um, also it's like the what is more fun for me is just like the act of having a creative outlet and sort of like making people laugh and, you know having cool conversations with people that like I wouldn't you know that like only makes sense in the premise of the podcast yeah hell yeah I get that that's so, so that's super cool and I'm excited for that yeah uh-huh. thanks babe. but now you're gay so life now different. I'm gay um yeah and it's do you um I look back and I realized that I was in love with my fourth grade teacher miss not gonna say her real name uh thomas <laughs> let's say miss miss thomas uh she was married she uh she still is married she's uh, i'm sure she's still alive she's a lovely woman um oh yeah she's a very talented photographer and came to my house to do my family's like my me she did like pictures of me and my siblings as like little Aww. portraits or whatever Cute. um and i I loved her so much. Um, so in, do you like get the sense? So like, I think that like, if you told her now that like I was gay, I think she'd kind of be like, okay, like that kind of makes sense. Like, do you have like students like that where you're kind of like, you can kind of tell sort of like if they're gay or not? Um, Second grade is a little young though. Second grade's a little young. I guess there have been, like, I don't know. I, I, I'll i say, like, sort of. Um, like, there are some that I wouldn't be surprised, but I also, like, wouldn't throw the label on right away. Like, there have yeah. been some boys in my class who are, like, and it's not, like, oh, they're acting more feminine. It's just, like, they really care about the opinion of, like, other men, like, and mm-hmm. not in, like, a toxic like look how many like jumping jacks I can do like just genuinely like about their work like about their emotions like they're like seeking approval of like the other guys in the class versus like trying to impress a girl so for me I'm like well maybe like that could be like something I don't know um I had like a couple people like um I had a couple girls like holding hands a lot but like and that's the thing with second grade is it's like kind of hard because that just is also like they're just the kind vibe of like you know learning, they're just like and they're friends. also like learning how to show platonic affection exactly um, and so, so like that makes sense yeah for like that kind of stuff where they're just holding hands I'm not gonna be like oh gay yeah, um yeah I would I would love <laughs> no, to no, no. Because, I'm not like, asking you to label your ass <laughs> no but I can I see what you're saying and like for the guys like I mentioned like there's just like some like where they just really, really care about, like, one other guy thinks, like, mm-hmm. to the point where, like, if there had been a girl, like, teachers who are, like, oh, look at, like, Johnny and Alyssa are falling in love, like, yeah, they would have, they would have done the same thing um, right. for these two, so I feel like there's some of that, but, like, I don't know, I feel like at my school, it's kind of, like, it's more like the community around it, like, it, there's, like, a lot of, like, um, Latino and, like, Hispanic families, and I know, like, personally, like, I'm Latina, so, like, um not to say my experience is the only experience but like typically like there's like a lot of like machismo like men like men being men and it's like really hard to like be yourself in those families so like even if there were inklings like who's to say like they would be like 
super open about it depending on like right. what environment they're in but um yeah, yeah definitely I mean I you definitely I definitely noticed the vibe I'm like that's yeah, yeah. pretty gay to me but like <laughs> who am I to who am I to throw that on this child um yeah I yeah I don't know it's interesting because like um yeah because you hear stories about like um people you know where it's like uh you know like I have a couple particularly uh gay guy friends who are are like oh I came out and my like of the womb and my parents knew like it was yeah. like like uh or like my teachers knew or whatever right but um yeah I just always think it's interesting because you get like such a such a unique glance at like the lives of children as a teacher I feel like that is Definitely. um that I feel like a lot of kids like parents don't even really get to see um you know for for whatever reason that might be could you know right it's just so it's interesting yeah, yeah I think that's interesting that you bring that up with like guys who like we knew like right away because mm-hmm. like I always hear that um and that's just like I feel like there are also like a lot of guys thrust into that box just like I mean gay aside like they might be gay but like when they talk to girls a lot or like stuff like yeah. that and I feel like since I am gay like I'm like just because they talk to girls a lot like doesn't mean that they're you know what I mean like I'm yeah. not discouraging that but I feel like I can like have a more discerning eye because I feel yeah, like there's and, more and complexity look, yeah. which is cool which is fun and I like that I'm able to like do that and like be a support if well and also I just do. even you know I mean I feel like there's such a more nuanced take on like gender and sexuality in like the year 2020 than there was you know let's think so I was in second grade when, um, in 2004. So it's like, so, you know, had a teacher, you know, I wore uh, soccer shorts and played football every day at recess. So like all the, you know, like if a girl were to do that today, I think there would be a much more nuanced take on it than, you know, back in 2004 when a teacher might've been like, dyke (laughs) yeah like straight up like yeah um I feel like it's it's really cool how that's developed and like I feel like at my school there's a pretty large voice for that kind of stuff because Mm -hmm. we have like a few gay staff members and like I'm on the um I don't know they call it like the pride like the pride committee um and so like like there's just like definitely more nuance with like asking staff pronouns asking kid pronouns Mm -hmm. like maybe like I know a lot of teachers like do like girls do this and then boys do that and I hate that like that bothers me so like less of that just like in your everyday language so it has come a long way but definitely still a long way to go oh yeah I mean people are still awful (laughs) yeah yeah that's a fact definitely Um. definitely but definitely has evolved in so many ways you know at least we have people like you telling people it's all right to be whatever they want to be which is good yeah like i'm gay don't like don't tell your families i'm gay gay. it's okay yeah i had a one of the kids in one of the other classes actually like came up and was like or one of my coworkers was like this kid is talking about how he has two moms and i'm like okay and what's the problem? And she was like, oh, like, why are you acting like it's a big secret? And so like the kid comes up and talks to me at recess. Cause like we all have the same recess or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is also pre-corona, obviously. Um, and he was like, yeah, like me and my mom's and like, I think he's always gotten a reaction out of that, which is like why he brings it up a lot. It and I'm just sense. like deadpan. He's like me and my two moms. And he's like looking at me waiting. And I'm like, what'd you guys do? Like, what were you up to? Like, what was, what did you tell me? And he was like, well, yeah. And it's, and then he just told the story. Like, okay. Probably a little tough for that kid because it's like, you know, he grows up, it's, you know, completely normal. It's just like how it is in his home life. And, you know, I'm not sure if he has siblings or whatever, but, you know, it's just how he and if he has siblings, how they grew up. And, you know, I'm sure all, you know, his extended family, grandparents, uh, you know, aunts and uncles, whatever, are all really cool with it. And then all of a sudden he gets to school and he's just talking about, you know, his family and it's like two moms. And then everyone's like, what? 
what do you mean you have two moms or whatever so yeah it's like, yeah that's so. like the exact reaction you captured it perfectly that's exactly what it looks like yeah so i'm sure you know he thought it was normal and then he was like "Ooh, i'm special exactly and that's exactly how it happens which is so shitty and not to take away from it like i feel like the misstep that a lot of people have with race and with like gender sexuality like family dynamics and teaching is to like treat it all the same like I don't see color like yeah. you could be blue purple like fuck that yeah. like people are different and you need to acknowledge that they're different and like it's okay to like acknowledge that that's different but you don't acknowledge that it's like disgust like you know or it's like abnormal like it's like oh this is different than what I have but like that's okay yeah and so I feel like that's where a lot of teachers misstep because it's either like I pretend it doesn't exist or I'm like disgusted by it and like that's right. those aren't the two things you want to do with that but yeah yeah and that's the exact reaction that kids get because if they're in like a household that's telling them that's gross or they haven't heard about it or like it isn't talked about like in a normal way then they're like ew like those girls are gay like you know just okay yeah. so what's the problem like some people are gay um I cool. found that like gay. yeah I found about like talking about it like that with kids like when kids come up to me and say stuff like that I'm like okay like some people are like that like it just you know like not like pretending like you're so stupid for not knowing but just like yeah that's just how it is and the kids are like oh interesting um yeah I feel like um <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, and it's, you're right, it's all about, like, exposure and stuff, um, because, uh, yeah, I remember, uh, so my cousin, um, is trans, and she transitioned when I was, like, 10, and Mm -hmm. I remember being, like, what? Like, I just had no, I had no idea. I'd never, um, you know, I'd never heard about transitioning. I had never seen, like, a trans character on TV. Like, it just, like, it wasn't in my lexicon at all. But as soon as, like, my parents, like, explained it to me and my siblings, like, we've never had a, like, it was, there was never a moment of bigotry. There was never, like, anything besides just, like, questions about the change. Right. So it's, like, kids, like, are very, you know, you get all these, like, how am I going to explain gender or transness or um gay people or race or whatever to my kids or like whatever it is and it's like kids are like really one resilient and also like they're very um accepting of change I I think um oh yeah eventually maybe not like off the bat but I think that like you know after a couple conversations most kids are kind of like well okay better go back to my lego Yeah. And I think the other thing that people don't realize is like, you don't need to have like a PowerPoint presentation with all the complexities of these things, because there's a lot to comprehend. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, that's not the level of knowledge you have to have going into, well, you need to know what you're talking about. But like, you don't have to present all of that information up front to the kids that you're talking to. Like, with me, it's like, I have multiple conversations, and I let them talk and ask questions and then I kind of go from there and then once their questions are answered if I have stuff I want to talk about I can talk about it but like opening up that channel for discussion because like a lot of kids have really good questions like valid questions like treating them with that honesty and respect like you would if you were having that discussion with an adult like they're capable of having those conversations and I feel like that's the problem that's the roadblock they're like oh well they're kids they're kids and you don't have to start off like a race discussion like with like something like super intense but like if they ask about it like they're curious they've seen it like you're allowed to have those discussions like they know about it like there's no point shielding it from them yeah um so anyways yeah definitely man i hear you uh we went deep in this one. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh no. This Should I tell just, a stupid story? This wasn't just wacky stories. No, <laughs> no, no, I, it's good. It's good. It's um Should I offset it with a stupid story? I think it's fine. I think um, <laughs> No, I think um no, it's good. It's like, you know, you you get into interesting tangents. Uh, and I think we were still pretty funny. Yeah, I think we I think we have some good banter. I don't know. There. I think we're funny, right? I'm yeah, I, I hope so. I had a boyfriend tell me that I was only funny online. So maybe, maybe this is, yes, <laughs> maybe this um, is the proof otherwise, you know? I don't know if you saw my tweet about this, 
but I'm just gonna uh, say it anyway because I want. I think it's really funny. Um, when I was in high school, um, I, you know, I I had a lot of boyfriends in high school. Like I was always kind of like talking with a guy or going on dates with a guy or you know having a legit boyfriend. Um, in hindsight, I think it was because I was bored and I did. Um, I genuinely, most of these guys I genuinely liked and they were like my friends. And then, um, I feel like it was sort of expected for us to like have crushes on each other. So we did. And it was like, you know, someone to make out with or whatever. So it was, you know, I, nothing but respect for all of these gentlemen. Um, (laughs) if you went to high school with me, no, you didn't, (laughs) but, uh, so I think, yeah, like my junior year, maybe, um, I had like an acquaintance, uh, you know, sit down next to me and, you know, we were talking about homecoming or prom or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going with blah, 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 or whoever. And, um, she was like, you know, I asked a bunch of guys, uh, you know, and she named like the group of three guys or whatever that she asked. She was like, I asked them why guys like you so much because you're not like the hottest girl in the school or anything. <laughs> okay. Um, but Thank you, for that. you always get guys. And I, you know, I asked them like why all the guys like you. And they said that you have like the best personality. And she, oh. but the thing is, she ended it there. And I was like, thank you yeah what it, what's for the this purpose of this information um and granted like i was sky high i was like great my personality's awesome but then in hindsight i was reflecting on it and i was like why did she mention that i wasn't hot yeah like, <laughs> that could have easily been removed from that and she could have been like oh i talked to these guys about like why they like you so much and said you had the best personality yeah that's it but you have to (laughs) you're not the hottest one but you sure are funny we sure like you you're nothing special to look at but gosh darn it if you aren't a great court jester (laughs) (laughs) but man do you get those laughs it's all about um, the laughs that's what i've learned yeah so that's just i've just taken that and made it a core facet of my personality (laughs) i'm not the hottest but i will i do have a good personality yeah, and that's what you got to take with you. And that's because... why I started a podcast. <laughs> but a good a good life lesson, you know, your body's not the best thing about you. So, no, as my mom would tell me, Anna, you're so pretty and it's the least interesting thing about you. Exactly. Mom, mom stop. You, mom, you wouldn't know if I was ugly. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't. But I, I appreciate having a personal hype man on the regular, on speed dial. Yeah. I'm, like, in a disgusting outfit. Like, I feel low. I, like, FaceTime my mom. She's like, oh, my God, you look so pretty. You are glowing with this lighting. Thank you. Yeah. This is my, this is my um, Zoom position lighting. This, mm-hmm. is, this is where all the magic happens. Yeah, all the, all the click the link. Oh, no, click the link. That one. Nope, nope that one. one. Nope, don't click that one. Click this one. <laughs> Let's bookmark a favorite. <laughs> oh my God. It's too much. That's been my life. That's been my life for the past week. So. Um, well, Emma, thank you so much for being on Oh No with Anna Campion. Thank you for having me. It was wonderful. Um, yeah, come back on anytime. Yeah, uh, I've got plenty. I, I really didn't let, let it wild here, but like, if you are willing to have me back, I have plenty, oh my God. plenty of fun yeah. stuff to chat about. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Thank you. But yeah, I appreciate it. I know the listeners appreciate it. Um, and yeah, uh, you know, thank you everyone for listening. Make sure to you know uh, subscribe on you know your podcast listening platform. Um, and you know, if you're on iTunes, rate and leave a review. Uh, rate the that'll, podcast. That'll help. That'll boost me in the old algorithm. Um, <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Oh No The Pod. Um, Going to be posting some little tidbits and stuff there. Uh, oh yeah, and yeah, and also, uh, you know, at the time of this posting, I will have a Patreon, and I will put 
that link in the episode notes. So check that out. Throw me some money if you want. You get a sticker. Yes. Fuck yeah. Get a sticker. We love free stickers. Ooh. All right. Well, thanks, Emma. I'll chat with you of later. Of course. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much to my patrons, Grace Murray, Lindsay, Morgan McCarthy, Alana Coleman, Kira Sears, Jillian Townsend, Schaefer Nelson, Clay Moyhan, Haley Pregnall, and Caroline Phelan. Uh, you all are the best, and if you are interested in becoming a patron and receiving a shout-out like this at the end of every podcast, please check out the link in the description. Ono's theme song was written, performed, and recorded by Katie Stahl and Mackenzie Haight, and the amazing cover art was done by Devante Burse, uh, at Vante Burse on all socials, at Designed by Devante on Instagram.